entrepreneurs, business owners, professionals who seek excellence, bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builders Show. Here's Marty Wolf. We still got a long way to go. Yes, we all got a long way to go. Welcome to the Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf and today with our guest host, Jay Kelly Hoey. Along with Kelly and our executive producer, D.C. Taylor, we will be your guys on this learning journey. To learn more about Kelly, check out her website at jkellyhoey.co. That's jkellyhoey.co. Okay, Kelly, let's get the conversation going. Thanks, Marty. I am thrilled to have back on the Business Builder Show, idea junkie, entrepreneur, CEO of Macaroni Kid and 99 Walks, Joyce Shulman. If you didn't listen to our earlier interview with uh, Joyce, uh, well, shame on you, and you should go and do that as well. Um, as founder of uh, C- and CEO of Macaroni Kid and 99 Walks, Joyce connects families to the wonders of their own communities and inspires women to chase their dreams and crush their goals. We're going to talk a lot about Joyce's latest endeavor since Macaroni Kid and Families was a lot of our prior interview. Her recent endeavor is 99 Walks, uh, and it is combating loneliness and improving fitness through the simple act of encouraging moms to walk together. Joyce's mission, nothing short of getting a million moms moving. Welcome back to the Business Builders Show, Joyce. Thank you, Kelly. I'm excited to be here. So I'm going to ask you a big question. What do Aristotle, Steve Jobs, Beethoven, and Darwin have in common? So as I was, as I've been digging into the research around the value of walking and the importance of walking, something that's been a part of my personal practice for as long as I can remember, what I discovered is that those thought leaders, those incredibly creative and brilliant people all of them made walking a very significant part of their personal and their professional practice. Wow. Wow. All right. So I walk a lot. What about you, Marty? I know you're sitting there. I know this is not just the Kelly and Joyce show. (laughs) Uh, Yes, I do walk regularly. Um, I find that it uh, keeps my weight under control, reasonably that is. And uh, I often, most of the times, follow that up with some meditation. But I am a a lifelong walker, and if I can add to the to that illustrious group that you've uh, mentioned there, Aristotle, Steve Jobs, Beethoven, and Darwin, add Ryan Holiday, who wrote a book, Stillness is the Key, and he has a whole chapter talking about taking a walk. So um, additional, uh, well, uh, additional evidence, I guess. But yes, I did walk today. I'm ready to go. It does change everything, right, Marty? It does. You know, and sometimes I'm not conscious of that. I mean, I, I walk, and um, it it for me it, it clears the brain, if you will, and helps me focus. Um, and I do walk for that reason, in addition to the weight. But I, I clear it helps me clear my clear my head, if you will. There's science and research around that. Hmm. Can you like Joyce? Can you dive into that for us? Sure. So. For a whole host of reasons, walking has been shown to fuel your creativity and fuel your decision-making abilities. 
And one of the most interesting studies is a fairly recent study out of Stanford University that shows that a walk can improve your creativity, fuel your creativity in a very meaningful way, and that those benefits aren't just during the walk, but last for a period of time after that walk. And they did that experiment through a fairly traditional kind of creativity, uh, the way they test creativity and give people a project and how many new and creative uses can you come up with using just this pencil, just this screwdriver, just this paper clip. And what they found was a marked improvement in the creative power of people following a walk. So immediately following. So, so when, when's Marty's creativity going to like sort of peter down today? He's got about two hours. So work quick, Marty. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm done. Don't, I can't talk anymore. I'm exhausted. No. <laughs> take another walk, Marty. Take another walk. I, I'll stand up that, and walk around the st- studio. Yeah. Uh, no, I, and you then, know, that's great. I mean, and there's a direct, I mean, there's actual brain activity, isn't there? So walking also fires up your brain. So the simplest and most obvious is we're talking about increased blood flow and Mm. increased respiration and just getting everything moving and more uh, power into your brain, more blood flow, more action. That's that's more, right? More action in your brain has got to be better. Mm. Interestingly, there's also some research that shows that walking enables your brain to form synapses more easily and cross hemisphere. Mm. So it's very good for memory building as well. Hmm. Interesting. Which, you know, as some of us get a little older, we like to make sure we're not completely losing our minds. Um, <laughs> all right. So I'm not even, I'm not, maybe I should ask you know, Marty, how far, how far and how long did you walk today? I'm pretty consistent, uh, 30 to 40 minutes, uh, approximately in a mile, sometimes a little uh, longer. I walk through my neighborhood, which uh, two of my kids live. So I check on them as I'm walking at uh, 530 in the morning. Um, but yeah, and I so do it, just, I do it first just, thing in the morning. It's not just the weight. It's not just the weight. You're, you're, you're checking in on the kids. All right. Checking um, in the you kids. Know, the kids yeah. are listening. Yeah. Dad's watching. Um, so and Marty, wait, Kelly, can I interrupt? Yeah, you yeah, Marty, do, you, do you vary your pace? Yes. Um, uh, yes. I, I, I would like to think that I do that for the physical well-being. I think it's, it's probably my mind. Just, uh, the way I feel, uh, if I'm excited about something, I probably pick it up. Uh, and then I slow it down if I feel like I'm more in a meditative mode or a, mind, a mindfulness mode. I, I, I'm very mindful often of when I'm walking, so I slow down, hear my feet hit the ground, all that kind of stuff. So I kind of blend not meditation but mindfulness while I'm walking. Well, I'm a heck of a subject for this show here so yeah, far. Yeah, you thought we were. We thought let's we cut off Marty choice. for goodness sake. Yeah, you know. You are. It's wonderful. (laughs) The research around the physical benefits of walking, which are honestly, they're extraordinary for something that's so simple that we often take for granted. The physical benefits are truly incredible. And there is some research that suggests walking more briskly is better. So if you vary your pace and you're a little bit more deliberate some days in walking more quickly, you will see some improved physical benefits over time as well. Just something to think about. Got it. It doesn't, I mean, Joyce, you know, sort of teasing Marty and asking him how far and how long he walked this morning, you know, does, does it matter how far and how long you walk to get some of these benefits? It depends what benefits you're looking for. 
so physical benefits more within reason, of course, more is better. So 40 minute walks three, four times a week at a brisk pace can help deliver the best physical benefits. And again, more is even better. The mental benefits, they have shown improved concentration, improved focus, improved decision-making with things as simple as 10 minutes. Wow, that's great. So, to, that's great to know. It's a quick right, rush to the bus stop or subway station and if you live in somewhere where you have those services. Yeah, so there's a little bit. We talk, at least at 99 Walks, we talk a lot about intentional walks. So we don't talk about step counting necessarily um, or rushing to the bus stop because what you lose in that, you do break the concentration of sitting at your computer and give your mind that kind of break. But you don't give your mind the chance to ruminate and think mm. about things. So it re- we really do encourage people to do what Marty does, which is to say, I'm going to take this half hour, 40 minutes, mindfully and deliberately, and walk away from my responsibilities and obligations and give my brain that chance to rest and my body that chance to move. So I said, this is also good for people who may be struggling with, you know, the thought of meditation, you know, like they can't imagine sitting there for 30 minutes and meditate. You know, so part of what I'm hearing is, you know, go just go on an intentional walk. 100%. Um, what I'm also hearing is um, I should stop being guilted out by my step tracking on my phone, which is telling me to do 10,000 steps. You know that that 10,000 steps is a completely artificial number, right? Um, dude, how artificial, Joyce? Somebody cooked it up, sort of like the food, the old fashioned food pyramid. <laughs> oh no so so what, what 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 is you know okay i might not get some rewards but uh you know and i might have my app looking at me rather sadly what what is a what is a healthy number of, uh you know if someone did say hey gamifying this and getting in x number of steps that's going to keep me doing this joyce you know what what is a what is realistic and what is what is health healthful not helpful but healthful Listen, I think 10,000 is actually a pretty good goal for most people. Um, And more activity, more action, more movement is pretty much great for everyone. But when we're talking about the value of walking for productivity and performance and your brain power, we really are talking about using walks, intentional walks as the opportunity to enable your brain to work at its best. So for productivity, should you walk alone or with somebody else? Oh, it's a great question. And the answer here is is both work. So if you are having a walking meeting or a conversation with somebody and you're looking to generate some fresh ideas with a colleague, if you are facing down a challenging conversation with a colleague, something that you really need to work through, it is tremendously beneficial to have those conversations while you're walking. The nature of our conversations while we're out walking are a little bit different from the conversations that we have when we are looking somebody across a table, looking into somebody's eyes. For anybody out there who has teenagers, you may have seen some of the research that suggests that you you should treat your teenagers like wild animals. And if you wanna have a conversation with them, don't look them in the eye. It's why people say they have the best conversations with their kids while they're driving. Mm. So 
it's that shoulder to shoulder conversation and you have that same effect while you're walking with somebody. So tremendous opportunities to have some great creative and challenging conversations in the business context while you're walking. Uh, the flip side of that is if you are working through a problem individually, if you are trying to generate some new ideas, one of the best things you can do is kind of give yourself the input that you need. So read what needs to be read, do the research that needs to be researched, and then take yourself for a walk by yourself and give your chance, the, your brain, the chance to percolate on it. Wow. And I, I want to sort of picking up on what you said earlier, you know, do that research, take a walk. And then in the two hours after you've taken that walk, get down to business. Oh, Kelly, that's such an important point. You've got to capture those ideas right when you get back because the ideas you generate while you're walking have a little bit of that dream quality in that if you don't capture them quick, you're going to forget them. I, I like to refer to that as like aircraft carrier brain, you know, and sort of a plane is coming to land on an aircraft carrier and can't make it and it whizzes off and you're like, oh, please come back and land. <laughs> please come back and land. I need you. Yeah. Um, oh, that's this is uh, Joyce. This is so helpful. Uh, you know, I'm going to pick up and get sorry, Marty. I got to pick on you again. Um, Marty's walking around his neighborhood. Does it matter where you walk on these intentional walks on your own? Again, uh, different types and different areas can have different input or impact. So walking in nature is fantastic. There's a ton of research now just coming to light about the importance of us seeing green things and being in nature. I don't know if you guys are familiar with some of the research that shows that people in hospitals who have the view, a view outside of green things actually recover more quickly than people who mm -hmm. don't. There's mm -hmm. actual value for us to be in nature. The flip side of that is if you're trying to generate some new ideas or you're feeling really creatively stuck, sometimes it's really helpful to walk in an urban environment where there's lots of input coming at you because you just don't know what's going to spark an idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah, different well, stimulation. I mean, and like uh, New York City is going to provide stimulation, if you will, and that, that could be helpful at a certain point in time. Um, exactly. So... Uh, so in, in line with what you just said, Joyce, also three blocks from my house is our park, which is a large green space. And so periodically, whenever the mood hits me, I'll go for a walk in the park with that in mind. Uh, I, find, I do find that um, better emotionally, if you will. I'm not sure why. Maybe the studies are telling me and you're telling me why that's working that way, but I, I do I do alternate. Um, so interesting that you're saying that. Now, let me ask this question too, Kelly. We've talked to people. We've already interviewed folks um, in corporate America who are allowing spaces uh, either inside or outside of their facilities for walking. Uh, Joyce, are you seeing and, and reading and hearing about this kind of effort? Absolutely. Absolutely. Some of the big tech companies, uh, when they built their campuses, and I'm sort of using air quotes, right, but they, they've started to refer to their corporate environments as campuses. And that connotes this idea of more green space and more of a sprawl that lets you walk from one place to another. If you compare that to the big skyscrapers, 
mm. where we traditionally considered big businesses to live, there's absolutely a shift going on. And I think the next next stage of that, the next part of that has to be us recognizing the value of getting up and walking away from your desk mm. and not saying we have to change the mindset that you're only working if you're sitting at your computer. Yeah. Interesting. Well, isn't Jeff Bezos who says he gets the best, his best ideas when he's in the shower. Uh, and Mark Zuckerberg is a big walker apparently and walking meetings. Yeah. Steve Jobs was famous for his walking meetings. I guess they've done okay. <laughs> and you know what? And be- better, better Marty to get people walking than putting more showers in the office. <laughs> <laughs> There's our advice for the day. <laughs> Me too aside, the me too stuff aside, we don't, yeah, anyway. Um, So, so Joyce, this is like so amazing. And I'm like, now I'm like, okay, all right, let's get those walk. You know, this has been like personally helpful for me as someone who does walk a lot, um, you know, sort of has the best of all possible worlds of the inspiration of New York City right outside my front door. Uh, and also the most amazing green space, which is Central Park. Uh, But also knowing, oh, right, go and do that brisk walk, but don't immediately, you know, know, go into sort of a task thing. Consider that next hour or two after that walk is part of the productivity. Can I switch gears from productivity, Joyce, over to loneliness? Um, Talk to us a little bit about that. Um, unfortunate phenomenon that that you have seen um, and uh, was the inspiration in part for 99 Walks. Absolutely. So earlier this year, we surveyed 2,300 women. And 99 Walks, we, we talk a lot about moms, but we really are all women inclusive. Of course, we're trying to encourage men to move as well, but we are focused on the female cohort and community. So we surveyed 2,300 women. And what we discovered was that 73% of them experienced loneliness. So that's a pretty staggering number, uh, though perhaps not because there has been a tremendous amount written over the course of the last several years, last few years, uh, about the loneliness epidemic in this country. And loneliness is very, very bad for us. The Surgeon General was quoted earlier this year as saying, and I'll, I'll misquote him, but the gist of it was that loneliness has negative health consequences similar to that caused by smoking 15 cigarettes a day. Wow. Oh, good God. We wow. <laughs> see that by looking at longevity and health markers of people who are lonely and people who smoke. So loneliness is a real thing. And one of the one of the things that got us on this path is my personal practice. I love to walk with my friends and one of the reasons for that is I'm super busy. I have a family. I have now two companies that I'm running. I have a lot going on. When I walk with my friends, I literally check three boxes. I can be outside in nature, which I believe is restorative and really important for people in general and for me personally. I get exercise, also important for all the reasons we all know. And I get to spend this kind of quality time with my friends. And for some who needs to multitask all the time, the opportunity to check three boxes at one time is extraordinary. And then we find that people have different conversations for some of the reasons we chatted about earlier. The nature of conversations had while walking tend to be deeper, uh, 
less linear, more creative. And you have the opportunity when you're walking with somebody to take moments of quiet to really think more deeply and connect more deeply. Yeah, yeah. So helpful. Um, Joyce, for people who want information on 99 Walks, where can they find that? They can find us online at 99walks.fit. They can find us on social media, on Facebook or Instagram. They can find me on LinkedIn or on social channels at Joyce R. Shulman. I'll make, I'll make sure all of those links are in the show notes, Joyce, uh, so people can find that. What happens if someone says, well, this is all great, Joyce, with, you know, having uh, having that community and being able to go for a walk with someone, um, I'm relocated somewhere and I don't have friends and I'm lonely, how, how, how can I find community? First, through 99 Walks, we do pair our members with teams virtually. So we do create this sort of sense of community. But people who are in a new community, you're going to have to do the work to find your people. And I'll tell the story of Erica, who is one of our members and also an old friend of mine who moved from New Hampshire to San Diego. So just take a moment and let that sink in from a cultural standpoint. Very different. (laughs) Very different. And she had, and she's a very outgoing, gregarious person. And she had challenges finding her community for sure. And she was trying to connect with the other women in the community. And couldn't, it's a little awkward to invite somebody to your home when you don't know them. It's less awkward to say, hey, two ladies, two moms from school, two people I work with, do you want to take a walk after drop off? Hey, to a new business colleague, do you want to take a walk and go get a cup of coffee? There's a lesser bar of making that kind of outreach. And when you start to turn those walks into habits, part of your day, part of your week, that's how you start to forge those relationships. So good. So helpful. You're going to say something, Marty. That's super. That, That was great. What a great concept. Yeah, it just uh, you know, and I love I love it. Uh, you know, uh, you know how how we can how we can do more since we can't manufacture more time and things like our mental health and our physical well being, unfortunately, are often the things we you know drop to the bottom of our to do list. Whether we're uh, you know busy in our career or as busy as as founders of companies, um, Joyce, it is. Always a pleasure to have you on the Business Builder Show. And as I said the last time we chatted, I hope you'll come back again and talk with us. I'm, I'm going to say there's going to there's going to be something given you you are the idea junkie uh, and doing so much. Um, there will be something I know. So um, please promise you'll come back. And thank you for being with us today. Thank you guys so much for having me. And Marty, keep walking. Uh, you got it. I'll I'll send you a report. Okay. Perfect. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for listening to The Business Builder Show. To learn more about me, and I'm Marty Wolf, go to MartyWolfBusinessSolutions.com. That's MartyWolfBusinessSolutions.com. To learn more about Kelly Hoey, go to her website, which is jkellyhoey.co. That's jkellyhoey.co. And, of course, you can find Kelly and Marty on LinkedIn and Twitter. A reminder, you can find all our Business Builder Shows on iTunes, Spotify, and on your favorite podcast app bringing the business classroom to you it's the business builder show with marty wolf